At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. DJ Head, yes, all that good stuff. Uh, hey man, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, let's just we'll just kind of just use this opportunity to tell people today's gonna be a little different. Uh, we're gonna do what we normally do and bring in the homie Jay Stone in a few minutes. He's got a new album out, man. It's a phenomenal. I actually got a chance to check it out. Um, I'm definition sure of pain. Definition of pain. Now we talked to him last time with the definition of loyalty. So I'm excited to to kind of unpack this new one, uh, the second of a, what we think is gonna be a three part series. Um, so we'll we'll talk to him in a little bit, but. We've been having people on our, our next... Well, what were you going to say? Because I want to tell you that, that the people have been on, on me about what we should talk about this episode. Um, well, I want to start with something that's really random. Go ahead. Okay. So I got up this morning and I was looking at uh, my news feed. Uh-huh. And I posted this on my Instagram. I think I've seen you post it. I was like, what the and, hell? I didn't even read all the way through it, but I've seen... Is it something Okay, so... Yeah, it's a bath towel. Okay, so it says, and this is from B. I think I, I forgot what news site it was from, but it's an official news site, and it says, "Excuse me, I just ate breakfast." It says, "You're basically undoing your shower if you do this every day." It has a picture of a towel, and it says, "Researchers studying how bacteria grow and, in many cases, thrive." thrive on bath towels suggest that using a towel more than once is basically undoing all the cleaning you did while in shower scientists cultured bacteria on towels and shower and showed that after its first use a towel is actually way dirtier than you might actually assume it is this science suggests that you should use a new towel every time you wash as annoying as that may seem now we're not gonna say no names but i'm gonna jump out the window here and say I'm a dirty nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a dirty ass nigga. I'm just going to hey. say, you know, you know what? One, one topic that I wanted to get in and I've been talking to people about is one thing you want to leave behind in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be on, on the top of the list right there. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm kind of I'm kind of a dirty nigga. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean I, you know, I might... I might dabble in a couple of days with the same towel. You know what I'm saying? Listen, my apologies to women whom I've had frequented up until this point in my life because um, after I got out the shower, I have for sure 95% of the time used the drying towel that I previously used the, 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 the previous day. Oh, okay, yeah. no, no. I thought you said something else. I thought you said 
I thought you were insinuating something else. Never mind. No, 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 no. I use I use drying towel a couple of days. I ain't okay. front. You know no, what I'm yeah. saying? Now, now I may discontinue this practice moving forward. Yeah, I think that's one of the things. I, now, let me ask you this: Did you know that? Like, did you know Hell off top? Nah. Okay, or did you? You didn't have an idea like that. Eh, this might not be because nah, I just I the way I grew up, the convenience of it. The way I the way I grew up was which is I we we swapped all the time, but after college, it's like you know after I moved in on my own, you know I'm just like hey you know what, <sighs> convenience. You ran the same tile back. Run that. What's back. the longest? What's the longest you didn't ran ran the same drying tile, Chuck Dizzle? Uh, I would say like two three days. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> you did. Hey, you look like you look. Hey, you married? You can't. You don't. It don't matter. Look, you, you locked in. Hey, I'm. I look guilty to the motherfucker, man. Yeah, you like two, three days. Two, nah, three days. nah. For the podcast, you know. What yeah. <laughs> two, three days for the podcast. Hey, nah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna front. There's been a time I'm like, all right, it's time to change this goddamn towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, but you said bacteria thrives in that. Thrives on the towel, bro. Oh, that's. I, I read the article. It was it, it was interesting, but I just felt like I, I felt the need to share with the general public because no, the general consensus. I mean, the general public can be you know a uh, little little unclean at the time. No, I'm glad you did because that that is definitely going to push me in the direction of like, yeah, man, it, it's going to be inconvenient as hell. But bro, I mean, I'd, I'd rather it, not. But have- see, you blessed though. You you a national radio personality. You got a wash and dryer at the house. <laughs> Most people, a lot of people, don't have a wash and dryer at the house. So I think that that oh, mentality that comes from not having a wash and dryer in the home. That like I just, you know, I w- I lived in an apartment before I bought my house. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That was- I was going to the laundromat and like, yeah, nobody bro, it can get everything. Hell day. no, and especially it. if you only got like if you like me. I got about, if I'm being honest, I got about 10 days worth of towels, mm-hmm. drying towels. I got about 10, 10 good drying towels. So you know you can swap out as, you know, as much as possible. I can go two weeks of right. doing it every day. You know what I'm saying? Or you shit. Oh, uh, man. So, yeah, I, I at, in, in that situation, I mean, I wouldn't mind bacteria thriving on me. I mean, we, we've seen worse shit before. But, yeah, I, that's something I, I want to leave behind in 2020 for sure, for sure. Jeez. All right. Somebody commented. Somebody commented and tagged and tagged a boyfriend on my photo and said, "Well, fuck." <laughs> Oops. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's. I don't know. I, I wonder. See, the thing is, I wonder how many people will actually admit that though. Like, yeah, I do that. People, hey, I go read that. my go read my Instagram comments. People admitting it. Oh, they, they admit like, it. Oh, All shit, right, well, cool. Real? Yeah. Well, twenty twenty show you something is you know be out on your shit. Why not? Um. So a lot of people have been hitting me up and they really want our take on the E-42 short battle. I didn't want to spend too much time on it, but I did want to kind of give a a brief recap and based off of what you thought, what I thought since we did talk to two short last week and to kind of follow up on the conversation. um, I feel like we know, I feel like 40 has more hits, right? Mm -hmm. Short has a, doesn't have a deeper catalog, but he was talking that shit. And I loved the, when, when, when you talk about, Winning the battle, of course, we 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 say the Bay won, the West Coast won, hip hop won. Um, but I think in in terms of more recognizable songs, I think the fans would appreciate it. 40s side more, but I feel like short. I feel like he kind of played himself a little bit, 
he didn't really go on his run to, towards the end of the actual set. I'm like, man, he could have played these in the beginning to kind of get people a little more hype. And I think that that's where a lot of people judge 40 winning the battle versus Too Short. Now, Too Short did what he did, man. I, I love the fact that he was really on his bay, bay shit heavy. And yeah, for people heavy. that don't know, like, People that don't know, like anybody that uh, that's from the Bay or the the Bay Area culture, what you saw that night was Bay Area shit, like yeah. shit talking to the fullest. And I, I love that they put that on full display and how how short short one money wise. I don't know if you saw how many plugs he put in there, but he was making money like every 10, 15 minutes with for real slogans and oh yeah, he dude he had a shirt on. That said limitless. I don't know if people peep this. He had a shirt on that said limitless. And he was like, yeah, yeah, my homeboy so-and-so from Limitless was saying uh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da and got into a song. And then in the battle, he was like, hey, man, I don't know about you. I'm making money every five minutes, uh, 40. I don't know what you're doing. I'm making money every five minutes. And then he pulled out the the, the too short button. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. He got the too short button that says bitch, right? So he plugged that. He was plugging things left and right. From from alcohol to, to to products, things that probably people don't even know. So I think short from the hustler standpoint, one on that end too, because he's like, look, I'm gonna take this opportunity and just milk this for as much as it's worth. So salute to two shorts, salute to E40. Um, I did I did see a lot of people not really know too much um, about their history. And I, I think that yeah. was a good, a good educational point for a lot of people to kind of get put on like who these are and I didn't even realize, and I, I knew, but I didn't realize that I think they're the only two artists, especially from out here, that had hits in the 80s, in the 90s, in the 2000s, the 2010s, and now going into the 2020 dropping that new album. So, I mean, salute to the both of them. I think that was an amazing thing for the Bay Area, for them too. And it's funny how Short got on and was like, man, I don't know if I had a personality to kind of like do that. And, and he, he and he showed up. Oh, he showed up and showed out, man. So I salute to the both of them, man. What what, what, do you, what were your thoughts watching the battle or just kind of seeing the the out the the, the um? I thought it was dope. I like I like that uh they really put on for the for the for the Bay Area because yeah. that's what we would have did yeah. if we was on some L A shit. Like oh, it would have been the same the same thing. Like we it would have been Dodger hats. It would have been all kind of shit. So. I think it's dope that they did that, but also I, I was more excited to be honest for the people, like the culture, like my Bay Area partners was going oh, up. Man. They was having, I seen, I don't know if you saw, but I ain't put them out there because of COVID, but some of the homies had a real sideshow viewing party. Are you serious? Yeah. Them, them Bay Area people, they different. You know what I'm saying? We always give props and show love and, and talk about how different the Bay Area is. But them fools had a party. I mean, and when I tell you I ain't seen so many Thiz faces and whatever the fuck that dance is called where they do the, the shit that Nico Blitz be doing. and all <laughs> the, I ain't, bro. That I was more excited for that than actually watching it, to be honest, because... The Bay don't really get looks like that. Yeah. Like they don't really get celebrated the way that they probably should when it comes to the culture. Because Bay Area has influenced and provided a lot of culture, yeah. especially the hip hop 
when it comes to the independent hustle, when it comes to the sound, yeah. when it comes to uh, the dances, right. and then also the lingo, exactly. like Hella, both the vernacular, the vocabulary, all that. Yeah, everything. Everything. A lot of things that we 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 kind of adopt out here in LA is for sure Bay Area influence, and and it, like you said, it, it's great to see them get celebrated on the main stage like that. Now there was one moment where where Forty talked his shit. Oh, listen. At the right moment. Did, did you peek that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually talked to Forty about that. Like, I, I, talk, I wait, talked wait, to Forty about Which part? Which part are you talking about? When he was talking about them other niggas and getting his getting their credit. And he went he went on a run. He had a little monologue to almost to the point where it was like, all right, yeah, get get back to the music, yeah, bro. Like yeah. they was they would have 10 minutes just talking. That was the only thing that I did I, I didn't like about the rants was like Dude, okay, show up with the like. If you could have cut down the ten minute to maybe a five minute rant and then just hit them with a song, then we would have got there. But I mean, we got we got alcohol influence, of course. They would, you know, they when you're when you have the world looking at you, it's easy to say what you would have done in that moment. But I know what happens when you know we've we've done radio for years, right? And there's mm-hmm. sometimes when we jump on and we'll be in the moment of something breaking news or something that happens, and we're like, oh snap, we got to talk about it, or you know, we, we'll have our moments in we'll have a, a glitch in our minds or whatever the case may be. So I get it when you have not necessarily the pressure, but you're just in the moment like that. But the moment I'm talking about is when uh, he played Million Dollar Spot with him and Tupac, right? Yeah. And at the end, he was like, shout out to the greatest rapper, dead or alive, period, nigga. I was like, oh, snap. Okay. All right. I'm with that. And then Too Short Ended up playing his verse with Biggie after he's like, yeah, shout, shout to Puffy and them too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, shout to, <laughs> he said, shout to Biggie. You know, he's great too. But yeah, he got that off. I'm just like, ah, you I ain't gonna lie. When I talked to when I talked to uh Forty, you know, after the whole thing, uh, it was it was more or less like, it was more or less like one of them things where I was like, damn, this is dope because I told Forty. He don't talk like that. No. You know what I'm saying? Regularly. Like E40 is the most humble, yeah, laid back. He's unk. Like he's he's chill uncle, the drunk uncle. He's hanging out here. Just to give people an idea of how humble this dude is, right? So for just to give people kind of an idea, last week we were supposed to have 40 on as well, right? So we had two short on. We're waiting for 40 to come on. And you hit him and he didn't pick up. What did he do right after he sent you the voicemail? Oh, he texted me. And what did he say? He texted me. He texted me. Hold on, let me pull up. Where's Where's Unk's uh, text? It shows. It really shows the kind of human being he is, because you don't really get this from a lot of people. He t- okay. So he, I called him. Uh, jump on the call with us. And too short. He texted me and said, "I'm on a conference call. I'm not acting funny." The last part. To- I love that. I'm not acting funny. I just want you to know, like, yo, I'm doing something right now. My fault, whatever. But I'm not acting funny. Most people, including myself, I, I probably wouldn't have responded until I would have been able to talk. But the fact that he had to wear the thought to be like, hey, look, you you my peoples, you know, just want to let you know this is what's going on. So, you know, that that you know what's up. And that's what we saw. Like you said, when you say humble, that's what we're talking about. Stuff like that. Now, he's super E-40 is one of the most humblest, gracious people ever that I that, and especially in the, in the game. Mm-hmm. So for him to be as esteemed and, and legendary as he is but to him also care about other people's time and shit like that right. like i said you can't you can't pay for that kind of person that kind of humanity and so when he got up there and he was talking his shit it just seemed it was just like i was just watching like 
because it was just like, oh, okay. All right, bet. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, I, honestly, what I relate to is kind of like when Chuck Dizzle gets to a, get to a point where he get fed up with people <laughs> and, he get, and, and, and he let all these other entities that be claiming what they are for LA and all these other things, what they are for the West and all that. And they get to doing all that and they get celebrated and they get their own brands and they get all this shit going on. When Chuck Dizzle get fed, that's how I looked at it. Cause uh, Chuck is not the guy right, to do right. that. Yeah. He's not the guy that's going to, but then it's like, wait, hold a goddamn minute. Right. Like, We're not just going to act like this yeah. the moment. We're not just going to act yeah. like we didn't do, we didn't influence what we've influenced. I get it, man. I get it. So it was great to see them be celebrated and to really understand how big of a moment that was. And even little small things from like bring, bringing um, Mr. Fab on. Like you, you're not supposed to have other people performing at your versus battle. And the fact that they got that off too. I'm you like, know what's funny? All right. I got a little bit of insight on that. You what know happened? what I'm saying? Uh, when I talked to 40, because we were all on Clubhouse. We did a Clubhouse uh, and jumped in there. If you don't know what that is, it's a new app, whatever. So we all jumped in and 40 jumped in and he was like, and Mr. Fab was like, he was like, come on, bro. It was moment for the Bay. You know, he popping his shit. And and 40 was like, bro, you know, you got me into all kind of shit because of that, because we wasn't supposed to have nobody there with us to perform because of COVID. Like they were very strict on COVID guidelines. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that Too Short brought Fabby in, he was like, Forty was like, man, if I'd if I'd have known y'all was gonna do that, I'd have brought be legit. I'd have brought I'd have brought all the homies to, yeah, to yeah, come yeah. to come rock out with us. But I, you know, he said, you know how much shit I had to go through after you popped up and started performing with Short. He was like, so it was just like, I knew the COVID thing was a real yeah like hindrance on what they actually could have done in real life. But it is some interesting stories that came that came out of that whole thing like shout out to 40 he he was talking about everything and it was dope just to hear it you know uh little john yeah. hopped in the clubhouse and was talking and he was saying that how he made tell me when to go so fast and there mm -hmm. wasn't even no thought behind it and turf talk actually had a verse on tell me when to go and serious? they took it off listen bro let me tell you something e40 uh -huh. did tell me when to go with little john mm -hmm. little john told E-40 to take Turf, Turf Talk off of the song because it was Turf Talk and Keek the Sneak, right? They took Turf Talk off the song and Lil John told E-40 was like, look, he was like, what do y'all be saying in the Bay? He was like, what you mean we be saying? He's like, what do y'all say up there? Like, what's the thing? What's the young nigga, what the young people be on? He was like, oh, you know, they shaking dreads. You know, they ghost riding the whip. He was like, do that in a chant. Wow. And we're going to take, and we're going to put that right here and take Turf Talk verse off. So there's a Turf Talk verse Get on Tell Me When To Go. Are you serious? It got removed. They got removed so that they, E-40 could do them, uh, that call and response shit because Lil John knew that that works. Wow. In real life, that was a real story. I'm mind blown right now. That's see, just a real story. I really seen that and stuff like that. I wish they would have like kind of dived into more of the stories. They did a great. I think they did a great job history wise, giving us the lessons. But I'm a fan of more of those kind of stories that the people don't even know. Like yeah. I love that. That's 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 amazing, man. But you got to think this is years and this is decades of history, and you got to really pick those moments on how you can actually explain these stories while performing, while, you know, under a timeline, while you got, I'm sure not only did, did E40 get hit by Apple and, and, and uh, verses about 
people coming on, but his own people. This is in the Bay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I know people were trying to pull up left and right. Like, who knows who was probably, like, banging his line, trying to be a part of it, and to see somebody else be on the stage, like, oh, like, damn, homie, like, you you left me out of it. So it's a lot of things that people, you know, don't even see from the outside. And I got a chance to ask Lil John why he, like, if he ever got a chance to really get in there and cook up with Rick Rock. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Rick Rock and, and Lil John kind of yeah. went back and forth yeah. with the, the other report card mm -hmm. shit. And, um, he was like, nah, I never really got a chance to work with him like that. You know what I'm saying? He said, I would, I would like, I would have liked to, but Gotta we just never were able to link up and, and get in yeah. because they were going around asking, what's your favorite? Like, what, like Chuck, what's your, what's one of your favorite Bay Area songs ever? Oh man, uh, I would say, man, that's too many. All right, off top, I would say, um, I would say Hurricane for sure. But man, tell me when to go is a very good one. It's 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 too many, bro. It's too many. I think like, I'm gonna go. Go ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm because there's there's three. And when I'm going, okay, just because of the, the frame of the conversation, it's um, fuck, it's hurricane. It's tell me when to go, just because of just what that moment meant, and then um, too short getting it, like too short getting it, just that the the manifesto and that like that. I meant to ask short about that as well, like that the shit he was talking. I just love like. The fact that he was like really on his like self empowerment, think positive, like don't give up. I I love that. So if I had to, I would say one of those. Ah man, I'm gonna be mad because I know I'm gonna think of like hell of ones after this. You know, I when I I like I love getting it. Um, my homies. I when I was in Compton, I I spent a lot of time in Compton growing up, and my cousin Ian and all his homies from Southside Compton was was bumping too short mm -hmm. every single day, mm -hmm. and man, that getting it shit is fire. They 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 live their life to that. But then one of my favorite Bay Area songs ever, which is random as fuck, is the Federation Hoes in here. Oh, you used to play it all the time. Bam, 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 hey, Goldie. Bam, bam. <laughs> Word on the street is the Federation ain't shit without a Rick Rock beat. Ooh. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about no motherfucking Rick Rock beat. Matter of fact, Rick Rock, drop me another motherfucking beat. That motherfucker. Bro, Rick Rock is a boy. Yeah, he is. They better put some respect on Rick Rock's please, name. Please. So that shit is crazy. One song, I, and we'll kind of wrap it up with this. One song I wish they would have did to wrap it up, just to kind of like clear everything out. Is another song I used to always play in, in the clubs. When the clubs, when it was time to get up out of the club, what, what would you play? What would you throw on? What you mean? When it was time to go. Oh, too short. It's time to go. I wish it's they would have thrown that on because they were already at a point where boom, it, was boom, like, boom, boom. it was time to go. Things were kind of shutting down. They were, they, were, they, were, they were getting in their bag the last couple songs. If they would have just threw that on and just been out, that would have been the best way to go out. But get up out my face. And that's, a, that's another up tempo on one. My face. That short, I feel like he missed out on that he could have played. That was a lot of them that I felt like short could have played that, that either he played too late or didn't play at all. I'm just like, ah, I think people would have scored him higher and would have been like, oh, he did that too? Oh, he did that? Damn. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Great great move for the Bay. Great look. Um, the numbers were out, out there as well. I think it was like the third highest versus battle, if I'm not mistaken. I, I saw Swiss and them put up. You damn right. Yeah, they put hey, up. Hey, B-Dot. Hey, B-Dot. West Coast, my nigga. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, all right, man. Was it what else? Okay, what else we gotta talk about? Is there anything else we gotta mention 
that we didn't get a chance to. Uh, we already talked about the baby and Danny Lay doing their little thing. Um, and the baby says the baby says he's gonna be retiring in five years. I don't like when rappers do that. Just oh, I wanted to shout out to um Fat Joe and Big Boy. Oh man, amazing! If you guys don't know, Fat Joe has the the, the Fat Joe show. It's on Revolt. He does it on his Instagram Live, but he had Big Boy on there. And Big Boy was talking. I mean, Fat Joe was talking about like you know new artists, new energy, new music, etc. And Big Boy just randomly out of nowhere was like, you know, I'm glad we got homegrown radio on the station now full time. Like, you know, uh, Chuck Dizzle and, and DJ Head. You know, we gonna hold it down for the, for the home for the home team. Man, and and I was just like, oh shit. Like you know, it was a, it was dope, and then also Fat Joe gave me my flowers, and it was just like damn, because you never really know that these people remember you. Like I, I was talking to Glasses, and I remember he, when they, they introduced me to Fat Joe with with OG Mugs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was just like this shit was crazy. Like oh I yeah, DJ Head, I know <laughs> DJ Head. I was like okay, he was, he was like yeah, you know, and he was like he's connected. To LA in a different way. Yeah. And it was just like, damn, this shit is crazy. And I know people look at us like, oh, we were supposed to be like on and the homies and we oh, used to. Man. Bro, that shit is crazy to us. It's just think- like, you know what it remind me of when I was um when I was at Kendrick's Key to the City mm-hmm. uh celebration when he got the key to Compton and we were in May in Mayor Asia Brown's office, sitting on her desk, we were sitting on her desk. My ass was on the de- in a mess. no disrespect yeah, to well, the Mayor yeah, Asia that Brown. Like a lot of disrespect, right there. I'm yeah. sorry, but your I, I just I couldn't believe it. Right of the Mayor of Compton's. Uh... But I'm just saying that to say I was sitting there talking to Dot, mm. and I was like, "This shit is crazy," and he was like, "Nigga, this shit is crazy, crazy. to me too." <laughs> <laughs> How you think I feel? You watch, How you think I you feel? You watching me what? about to get the keys to the city. This is crazy. Yeah. It's just like, it's wild. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, man. Um, I feel like there's other stuff we're missing, but in the frame of the, the time that we have, we'll, we'll end up doing another one or mention some other shit. We're gonna get Jay Stone up on here in just a second, man. Um, The definition of pain, the album, is out right now. So hold tight. We're gonna get Jay Stone on in just a second. Yo, 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 West West. Stone, what's up, fool? You here? What up, man? You already know, no. man. West West in the building, man. We ain't playing no games, man. The homegrown yeah. homie. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring home another ring, man. You feel me? I feel you. Man, I, I mean, yeah. just just off top, off the first play, man. I can just say you you've did an another amazing body of work. Um I'm just constantly impressed by you, bro. And that, that that says nothing about what you've done previously, but you've stepped up to the plate and just knocked another one out the park, bro. Um, I always like to kind of start it off with, with your mentality going into it, man, dealing with everything that's been happening and, and being able to kind of step up and make that shit go with Definition of Pain, man. And talk about the follow-up and, and really giving the people, you know, quality work, a nice body of work um, and, and doing a, an amazing job with that, man. Yeah, man, you know, uh, it's just my story, bro. It's my life. It's my journey. You know what I'm saying? This is shit I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? Just on the road to success. You feel what I'm saying? All the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations and shit, man. And you know what I'm saying? I'm writing it down, bro. And you know what I'm saying? I'm giving I'm giving everybody else, like, walks of my life, too. You know what I'm saying? My experiences and all that. And I'm putting it into music, and I'm trying to make it sound the best way. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. feel me? So I'm bringing it the right way. The w- one thing that stood out off top <clears throat> with, with the definition of loyalty and the definition of pain, 
the the way you grab the listener's attention from jump is it, for me is what I'm like. Okay, he gets it. And like you said, you're telling your story. And I feel like what, what the definition of pain does, it fills in the gaps, you know, because we, we know who Stone is. And, and for the, the fans may who know Stone is from 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 the, the late great Nipsey Hussle. But I love that you're telling your story now, filling in the gaps where people may not have known your perspective, your side, your story. And again, you knocked it out the park with that, bro. And and the fact that you maintain Keeping that story and, and sewing it in there, you did an amazing job. That's all I can say as far as the compliments, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man, I was just <clears throat> I was just bringing them into my world, man. You know what I'm saying? And just let them know like how it started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what and what and what got me to where I'm at? What pushed me to even get me to where I'm at? You feel what I'm saying? Cause that shit, that shit motivated me. You know what I'm saying? Going through all that shit motivated me. Um, I remember I remember when you came in and we talked about the definition of loyalty the other time. And I told you, I was like, man, Stone, you you good. You just got to stay focused and stay the fuck out of trouble. You know, what stay I'm saying? focused, stay the fuck out of trouble and <laughs> make and make music like that. You like, yeah. nigga, make music like this. Nigga, if you come in like this, you got it. Nigga, you out of here. Right. Right. So I love that. You know, you've been you've been I, I felt like ever since definition of loyalty came out. I think, and I know that's not your first project at all, but no. I feel like that's when Jay Stone arrived. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when people were like, not even because of bro, but just because I felt like you, like, I, I'm going be honest with you. And I, I don't think, I, don't, I never told you this before, but I felt like when bro passed away, I felt like you and, and Pat felt a sense of like, okay, we really got to step up our shit. Like we got to take this shit serious, and we because we didn't did too much and been through too much and exactly. sacrificed too much, in way order too to, much to play with this shit like that. You to know what I'm saying? To play with this shit, or even to let it, or even you know what I'm saying? To let it just go away. Like, bro, we finna keep on pushing. We gonna keep on matching. Ain't nothing gonna stop this shit. You feel what I'm saying? So I know that's what bro would want a nigga to do. You feel me? I be hearing it sometimes, not literally, but you know, you yeah. can just, you know, I'm trying to be that motivation, that spirit, that push. You feel me? So when 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 definition of, definition of loyalty came out, I felt like that's when Jay Stone arrived, and that's when like, okay, this is what I'm on, this is when I'm pushing, right? Then now when you drop this project, the definition of pain, it feels like, okay, you, I, I introduced myself. Now I want to tell you my story. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. the definition of loyalty was more like this like is my the, observation of the game. This yeah, is, yeah, the introduction. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, the definition of pain is like all right, my story. So it's like chapters. It's like a book, bro. You know. What that's I'm exactly saying? how. That's exactly how I was listening to it. So my point is, I want to know when you when you go when you went in to start creating this project, it felt like you went like you know how when you play when you gambling, right? You be like, I'm all in. It felt like you put all your chips in on this, like. It felt like, all right, no more fucking around. I'm finna make music. I'm finna go wherever the music is taking me. I'm gonna I'm go to New York. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get my features right. I'm gonna go make. And you, I felt like you documented the process, and we were able to go along with you putting this shit together. Hell yeah, man! I want to step the music up. I want to, you know, what I'm saying, take this shit serious. I'm like, look. I'm about to make albums now. I'm not playing with this. You know, I just want to take the sound to another level. You feel me? I, you know, I always had it. I feel like I always, 
you know what I'm saying, knew what I wanted to do and how I wanted to make this shit sound. I always had a story to tell. You know what I'm saying? It was just a matter of, you know what I'm saying, when we was really going to start taking this shit serious because, you know, the definition of loyalty, we were supposed to drop that, like, you know what I'm saying, out on the all-money-in tip. You know what I'm saying? That was, you know, just geared up for the whole album process. You feel what I'm saying? Just unfortunately mm -hmm. what happened, you know what I'm saying, I had to press the reset button, bro and restructure the album and, you know, making my introduction. So with this one, it's like, I'm not playing with the sound. I'm not playing with these albums. I'm not playing with these songs. I'm not playing with the listeners either. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Did, did 2020 uh, have a uh, have a yeah. play in that? Like, you know, we, we, we've we all been kind of dealing with the pandemic in our own ways. And we've always said, man, it either turns your hustle up or it it, it, it breaks you all the way down, man. How how's 2020 and the pandemic really reshaped and helped you focus uh, for not only this project, but just personally? I mean, yeah, because remember, I was on tour. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had just put out the project and then they shut my shit down. So I had to, you know, I had to press the reset button again. I'm like, damn, I'm back at the drawing board. You feel me? But I knew I wasn't going to let that shit break the nigga. I'm like, this shit going to make me because I didn't do did time before. So I know how to sit down. That shit ain't nothing. You feel me? <laughs> like, all right, you're going on lockdown. You feel what I'm saying? So that's when I got most creative. That's when you get creative, you feel me? It kind of shaped me and got me better. You know? I can see that. A lot of times when people have to deal with the, the, the process of sitting down or really looking from within, I think in your situation, it worked out to your advantage that you, you spent time behind the wall because it's like, oh yeah, this shit, I, that's easy. I can do that here. I got my family around. I got, you know, I, I got access to music. I, I can actually write. So it really shaped and molded and helped you like really like lock in with the old process of the project. Now you talking about it feels and sounds like a book, right? That's how you kind of like shape the whole project. Now my question is, did you did you actually read that book that Head gave you the last time we did the interview? I read. I ain't even gonna lie. I read half of it, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. I didn't read it all the way, and I was supposed to have it all the way done by the time I, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> holla at y'all again. You feel me? So we can run through it, but. It's a good book, bro, yeah. and I love that shit, man, for real. Hey, you know what? It's, it's the tradition, bro. So I wasn't going to tell you, but because I, I was planning on having it by the time. But look, you see this? It, it says Arriving Sunday. Yeah. You see that? One. Yeah. I bought you, I bought you another book. It's called The 10X Rule. Come on. It's, <laughs> Come called, on. The, it's called The 10X Rule by that Grant Cardone. That was a Cardone. game changer right there. By Grant yeah. Cardone, bro. That's another one that I got to put you up on. I know, I know, Nip put you on the uh, the way of the superior man already. So, um, I got you. I got you the 10x rule. I felt like that's another one that you could apply to the hustle. Respect. It's gonna work. I'm gonna apply it all, bro. Cause one thing you got to know. Well, you know what I'm saying. What people need to know to read is to do, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying. To read and comprehend is all that, but to read is to do, bro. So what what, what I'm gonna read a book for if I'm not gonna apply that. And you know what I'm saying? And put that in my life. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the whole point of me even catching books and getting books and reading them. You feel me? To get inspired in the in the, you know what I'm saying? One of the one of the standout songs on the project to me was County Jail. Mm. And it was just because that's one of my favorites, man. I thought I had a favorite until the album was done. <laughs> and once I heard it, I'm like, damn, I really did that shit. That's crazy, bro. And the reason why I, I fuck with it is because not only not only is the storytelling on it good, but I felt like it gave me a real insight on what you have gone through. You know what I'm saying? As far as like your story, like a lot of people know, oh, all money in Jay Stone. They know that they know the neighborhood, all that shit. But Jay Stone's story, 
You know what I'm saying? The shit you have encountered and gone through and had to fight through and all that kind of shit. And then what I also liked about how you included that on the on the uh, on the track list, right? Yeah, and it, it kind of sets the tone for what it is that I'm about to experience. Mm -hmm. The next layer is what you posted wow. when the, the cop. Yeah. The, the 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 police you were you were shooting in front of the in front of the twin towers I'm assuming right bro and you can't make this up I can't make this up and the police officers roll up and I'm like oh here it go I'm like yeah, oh here thought, we I'm go like, man here come the bullshit yeah. <laughs> and the dude cracked his window and said hey we we fuck with your music we fuck with your music you know what I'm saying they're like man especially the one with Davies you feel me I'm like. Damn, that was crazy. So you bro. know they, they tell, know they're not bullshit. And I can tell in that moment, I felt like I felt I felt what you were feeling. Mm -hmm. I felt like I think we all were. They fucking with my yeah. shit. That's yeah, like I'm like, like and you like, bro, crazy, this is bro. crazy. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, damn, they went from you know what I'm saying, get against the wall, you know what yeah. I'm saying, all that bullshit, bro, to really fucking with a nigga music. So that shit, bro. I you know, it's 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 priceless. You know what I'm saying? I can't make that shit up, bro. That shit was natural. Because I know, I mean, just not even being from where you from, but just being a black man in this country, especially right now, when the cops right. roll, when the cops right. pull up. It's, it's, it's still fuck the police. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> it's still fuck the police. But you know what I'm saying? They pulled up and was like, man, we fucking with your music. You feel me? So that was just some whole other shit right there. In uniform, like in the in the car. In the car. Yeah, yeah. Bro, and they wasn't, and they wasn't you know what I'm saying? Afraid to show they love. You feel what I'm saying? I think the music. And 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 another thing, and 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 I don't I don't like to dwell on it, but I felt like that's what Nip had. Like he had the respect from both sides. He had the respect from from the street side of shit, but then he also had the respect of law enforcement to the point where we were able to do the marathon, you know, for the funeral and shit like that. Like I, I think like those types of things, you can't pay for that. You can't pay for those type that type of respect it when people when people observe you doing positive with your platform hey head that was a black cop too so you know black cops is a little different yeah they be different sometimes for sure i couldn't even you see what it was saying? i was just tripping out it was a cop that was saying that shit i'm like what in the in the uniform, in uniform. though it's different it's different when they be off duty and they got on just a, you know the t-shirt and shit and they pull up and i'm talking about we in the we fucking with your shit and then and, and the only reason uh it, it, it made me think about the marathon, but it also made me think about, I saw footage of um, when Snoop, Snoop has like these, these low rider gatherings and shit like that. And yeah. I saw all of them hanging out and I saw a cop pull up. They had, they, they obviously, I think Fuzzy posted a video or something and a cop pulls up and I'm like, oh, here we go. Here go the bullshit, right? Yeah, ain't nobody man. doing nothing. They just hanging out, ain't nobody tripping. And they pull up like, yo, we fucking with y'all. Like, that's what's up. Like, I'm like, damn. I think it's just a mind fuck. And it's it's sad that we think that way, low key. Like, it's yeah. sad that we feel like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, shit, you know, from what we seen and how we was raised, bro, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, it's automatic. But going it's back automatic to, to feel like that. But going back to the county jail song, um, when you were talking about what you went through when you went in and you like, they put you in the blood module and you had to catch a fade before you made your bed. Well, you had to run a couple of fades before you made your bed. Yeah, I had to, it, it, it was supposed to be in a two fade minimum, right? So I walk in, they like, yeah, it's a couple of dudes, you got to squabble. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask how many, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, let's get this shit out of the way. But it was early in the morning, so niggas was still asleep, you feel me? 
So nigga was like, man, you know, it usually be like a two-fade minimum. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Wait. all right, whatever. You feel me? But I'm like, Wait, right, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. No, I'm gonna let you finish. Don't brush I'm over that. You don't brush over I've that. I've never been locked up, Stone. I'm not no, I'm I'm not no street nigga. You gotta explain this shit to me. You, <laughs> you. All right, a two-fade minimum is shit. You gotta squabble, you know what I'm saying, head up with, you know what I'm saying, one of your two of your enemies. You know what I'm saying? You gotta run it with one. And when you done with him, you gotta run it with the next one. You get you a little breather. Me, I said, fuck the breather. Nigga was like, nigga, you want a breather? I'm like, nigga, yeah. hell no. Nigga, let's run this shit. Cause I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> you know hey. what I'm saying? Maybe if a nigga would have been like, hey, you can get a breather, my nigga. <laughs> maybe I would have took two breaths and high back in the ring. But he like, nigga, you need a breather? Nigga, what? You feel me? <laughs> I, I too got a question. I I too am not a street dude like that. So in different areas, I end up squat. I end up I, I end up I end up fighting three dudes though. So you know that, that, that's my question. So are in in other areas, is it like a like a four three three? Is it different numbers based off of where you at or, or based off the circumstance? How what the fade minimum is? Bro, I'm gonna keep it real. It go it go by size, bro. Like uh -huh. if you a little nigga, you feel me? You go in there to do your thing, you feel me? But if you a nigga, if you go in there on swole, you mm -hmm. yoked up, you know what I'm saying? They might put like six dudes on you, you feel Ooh, me? They might six. put two niggas on you at one, you feel Damn. me? Cause they like, nah, we don't, we ain't, we ain't fucking <laughs> with him. They did one of my homies like that. He went up in the wrong door. He had a six you feel me? He was on, he was on huff, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And you know, he was only supposed to take two, two, three phase, you feel me? Man, they ran him, bro. They ran him like, Six, seven fades. So let me, so, okay. And I, I know, I don't want to get too far into this, but when it's a two fade minimum in the dorm, right? Um, Where are the fucking authorities? <laughs> like, 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 where is the help? You know, yeah, you know what I'm Oh, you want me to keep it real? Yeah. Watch the niggas it. back there watching yep. the shit. They watching they all, the nigga, shit. the nigga, they back there watching the shit. You feel what I'm saying? They already got it set up to where, you know what I'm saying? All they homies is in one dorm. You feel what I'm saying? They let all the homies come in one dorm. You feel what I'm saying? So we all in there programming. So whoever coming here, oh, I might got the next fade. Oh, the homie might not might uh might got the next fade. You feel what I'm saying? That's how I go. And you know, if you if you doing too much, you'll get caught and go to the hole and shit like that, depending on who the police is. But you got the ones, my nigga, that be sitting in the bubble on that computer and just be watching the cameras, laughing at the shit. You know what Are I'm saying? Are you serious? Hell yeah. So, okay, so when you go in the dorm, like, obviously before you make your bed, you said it's a two-fade minimum. Um, why, did they, do you think they intentionally put you in a blood module? Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what was funny? Cause I was in a Fody dorm, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it was me and the homie from Fody's, they sent us to the hole. So we in the hole clowning. I'm like, bro, you gonna go to the Brim dorm. You know what I'm saying? And, and he clowning like, nigga, they gonna send you to the jungle dorm. You gonna go to the BPS dorm. And we just laughing. They call our name. They send him to the Bram dorm. They send me to the hey, BPS man. dorm. Words are creative, bro. Yeah, you spoke it to existence. <laughs> hey, words are powerful, bro. That shit was crazy, bro. I don't know if they was listening or I don't know if we spoken into existence or you know what I'm saying? That's just how the tables turn. Sometimes, right. you know what I'm saying? You don't know where you're going, bro. When you go in that county jail, you don't know where you're going, bro. So when you when you when they do uh assign you to a dorm, do you have to run the fade every day or like how does that shit work? 
Nah, once you once you run your shit, it's fulfilled. You solid, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah. They gonna give you they gonna give you your respect. Nigga, you make up your bed, make your phone calls, take your shower, and you good. You programming, you feel me? But the thing is, you don't want to get stuck in there too long. You feel me? New motherfuckers start popping in. They start bringing more of their homies in. And niggas like, oh, J-Stone up in here? Oh, yeah, nigga, I need that. You feel me? And you ain't going to turn it down. Right, So right. it's like, nigga, either you, you know what I'm saying, you uh, you wait for one of the homies to pull you to their dorm, or you just go in there and thug it out. You yeah, you can't, you, out can't, you can't tell them, like, you know, I already fulfilled the two-fade minimum. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I told, hey, look, I told my homie from BPS, from Jungles, you know what I'm saying, we got cool because that nigga rap. you feel me? He was like, he like, blood, you straight, you know what I'm saying? You can program, you feel me? You good. I'm like, nigga, I'm trying to go where the homies is at, nigga, where the homies at? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I went back there rapping. He like, blood, you not going nowhere. Like, you should have never came back there rapping, nigga. You you little nip. I'm like, ah, these, uh, these niggas been a the nigga hostage in this motherfucker. So how long, how long did you have to uh stay in that particular in that particular one? That particular uh, one? Probably a couple weeks and shit. The homies got wind that I was down there, you feel me? And them niggas, uh, they have put me up there, you feel me? And I start programming with them. Got you. It, um, it, it made for, for a great story. And, and again, it, these these are the type of things that you speak on on the album. And, and, and it really, like, shows who you are, giving that personality. A song that you got called Soul, Soul Searching, I, I was kind of intrigued by that one. Man, how do you specifically do that? I mean, we talked about the quarantine pandemic kind of being locked in, but what other ways do you are you doing this soul searching for, for... That's crazy how you say soul search right at the county jail because it was like the county jail, I had to go... It, you know, the album is like a story. So, like, you know, I had to go to the county jail and then, you know, I had to do some soul searching. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. Nigga had to get out and do some more soul searching. You feel what I'm saying? Found out who I was and, bro, and, you know, and then took it from there, bro. But, you know. But what, what kind of questions are you asking yourself while why are you doing this soul searching? I mean, I think that's that's one of the parts that I'm kind of intrigued about because I feel like only reason why I keep bringing this year up specific, specifically is because it's on a massive tip and everybody can kind of understand. But you get in the, in, the, in the space of like, you really have to kind of start asking yourself questions to figure out who you are or putting yourself through certain situations, life circumstances to really um, kind of prove to yourself like you're worthy of these things or, oh, no, I'm, I, you know, I can make things happen. So I'm just kind of curious after, was it the, the county jail experience itself or when you got out like what kind of things were you kind of asking yourself in, in far as like making yourself focus it was like all right i had to figure out first of all i had to figure out a way to stay out of jail mm, facts you know what i'm saying i had to figure out you know what i'm saying who i was and what was keeping me in jail you know what i'm saying once i figured that out i'm like all right boom you know what i'm saying i gotta work on that and then i gotta work on myself as a person and who i am and you know what I'm saying? I had to pull up on my family members and ask them questions and shit, you know, pick up the missing pieces and all that shit. You feel me? Because it was a lot of answers that I needed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The, the the questions that I have for myself, I didn't have the answers. You feel me? So I had to go pull up on family members and ask them certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Just to find out who I am. Because, you know, a lot of shit happened to a nigga when I was young, bro. And then they never explained it to me. Mm. You feel me? All these losses and shit, like... It wasn't. It wasn't no answers for it. You feel me? So, you know, I had to start asking questions, bro, to put the pieces together. 
when you was talking about your early life, I was listening to that too. And it it, it, it kind of made me think about other people and other kids who might be in your situation, right? And yeah. I remember I remember asking, because I mean you talked about how you know how you were raised by you wasn't raised by your parents like that. Like you like it was a real you had a real struggle as a child. And then obviously, you know, the streets raised you. You became who you were. So um, I remember talking to one of the homies and, you know, he, in the, he he's a street dude from Long Beach. And I asked him, what what age do you think somebody could have could have came and got you right from whatever circumstance you think and kind of, quote unquote, saved you from the streets? Like what age do you feel like somebody could have pulled up, gave you some books, some games, some wisdom, some knowledge, some direction, some family, some answers to the questions you had and kind of, quote unquote, saved you from the streets? What age do you think that could have been for you? I mean, to keep it 100, I had that, bro. I had it. You know what I'm Word. saying? I had it. That was my that was my older brother, Alvin. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't that much older than me. You know what I'm saying? He was like a year and a half older than me. But, you know what I'm saying? He would, he would teach a nigga the do's and don'ts. You know what I'm saying? And not to be in the streets and not to fuck with certain dudes. Like, man, don't fuck with them. That ain't, that ain't even, you know what I'm saying, your type. You know what I'm saying? That crew ain't your type. Don't fuck with them. Them niggas weirdos. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, he'll he keep a nigga game sharp. So after he passed, it uh, was like, damn, now I really got to figure this shit out. Because my auntie, she wasn't really giving a nigga no game on, you know what I'm saying, how to program as a man. and You know what I'm saying? How to program in the street. So she died, like, right, you know what I'm saying, a year later. Damn. So, nigga, I really had to figure it out, bro. So I'm like, I'm like, at this age, I'm like 15, bro. So if somebody would have. You know what I'm saying? Slid up on me at that age, you know what I'm saying? And gave a nigga some different game. Then it'd have been different. But by that time, bro, I was deep in the streets, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like my brothers just got killed. My auntie died. You feel what I'm saying? I'm out here in the streets. My mom's gone. You feel me? So it's like, nigga, the streets gonna deal with me. The streets gonna feel me type shit. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, that's where I was at with it. Um, damn, that's that's so interesting. Um Another song that stood out to me was Do Better on the project. And I felt like this was this shit is dope. Cause I, I'm just such a T-Pain fan and I don't feel like T-Pain get his flowers. You know, like yeah. we had T-Pain on the show, bro. And T-Pain told us, he said he didn't gave so many people hit records that he didn't charge them for. He did not charge a lot of those, a lot of those records we remember in the 2000s. He's pain said he didn't even charge them niggas for it. And he said a lot of them dudes won't even pick up, answer his phone call no more. And I just I I, I take every opportunity I can to give T Pain his flowers. Um, talk about y'all relationship or how y'all linked up. Shit, man. Uh, shit. I was on tour and shit, man, and they shut my shit down. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn. The next show is supposed to be in Atlanta. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit. Fuck it. I'm gonna just pull up on tip. You know what I'm saying? I pull up on tip. We in the studio programming. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with this music shit. And his producer, you know what I'm saying, had the record for a nigga. He been holding on to this record. Like, man, I've been having this record since June for you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? It got pain on it, my nigga. And uh, I think it'd be good for your album. You know what I'm saying? And, Did you, uh, so, so you never actually so, linked so, up with so, him? So, so Tip and the producer, you know what I'm saying, they linked that. And then once, once we got that done and situated, nigga, it was good to go. Okay. Okay. So that was okay. That's dope because it also reminded me of uh I forgot what's the name of that song that T Pain did, but I love T Pain singing on like almost like street 
street records because you could feel it, it, it bring out a different emotion to me. Yeah, like his, his sonic on on the songs. Yeah, cause he, you know, what I'm saying he comes from something too. So you know, what I'm saying everybody got a story. Everybody got that pain. You feel what I'm saying? And niggas used to hearing him like on some club shit, singing mm-hmm. to the females and shit like that. And not really like it was a ghetto on, gospel. On, on that tip. Yeah, bro. That's a ghetto classic, bro. Like a real dope street album feel. You know what I'm saying? Now, one Am thing, I wrong? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say one thing that I learned, um, if it wasn't pertaining to that, but one thing that I learned uh on City on Lock, um, and I don't know if it's something that you've ever went public on or if people knew this, but that you were related to Roddy Rich and Baron Davis. Is it true or was that just a line in, in the song? Nah, bro, I ain't, I'm not capping in my rapping, bro. That's that's, <laughs> not, bro. that's why I said, swear to God. Yeah. You hear me say, swear to God, you feel me? So that's, it, it's no cap, bro. I can't even make this up. My brother called me and was like, bro, he was like, nigga, you know Roddy, our cousin, right? I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. He like, yeah, nigga, that's, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? So long story short, bro, that's... My my uncle is his G pops, bro. My that's wow. my that's my that's my pops brother. My pops brother, yeah. bro. My pops brother. You know what I'm saying? Is my uncle, bro. My favorite uncle at that, bro. That's you know crazy. That's that and that's that nigga G pops, bro. But it's so when you when y'all say family, it's that's it's real, that's real, real shit. No, that's real shit, bro. That's real family. That's um, cool. that that's crazy. Like, okay, um. Am I wrong in assuming that the definition of pain is the first album uh, from All Money In with Nip on it since since he passed? I mean, definition of loyalty, loyalty had, had Nip no, on yeah, it. Yeah, loyalty had him. No, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I'm saying, but they, they, ain't heard, they ain't heard Nip rap. They ain't, Nick, niggas ain't heard Nip rap. That's what I'm saying like with, a ver- with, 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 with yeah, the verse. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely. So this is the first time because I remember him being on it, but I don't remember him. There was no verse. Oh, like, there was, was no, no, it wasn't no it was verse. Hook, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was a, hook. a hook. Yeah, but I'm saying with with a verse on it. This is the first time with him on it, right? Yeah. Um. Obviously, these songs you didn't have for a while, but the decision to put them on this project specifically, what, what did is that something that y'all like thought about as a team? Is that something you just like? This is what I want to do, or how did that work? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Both. Yeah, I forgot I forgot what record it was. You said um you mentioned something you mentioned something about feeling like you don't get the credit for, feel like you feeling like feeling like you were left out or something like that. Um and I kinda wanted to kinda tap in on that because what a lot of people don't know just just from the experience that we've had with you over the years is that Stone is really hands on. Like there's no there's no team, there's no label that's reaching out to to book these interviews. It's Stone reaching out and doing <laughs> shit. Man, and hey, DMing, and, 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 and making sure that you're on top of it, too. And I got to give man, you credit for real. that because I, nah. I don't think a lot of people understand that. I think a lot of people are under the assumption that, oh, yeah, he got the team behind him and they running yeah, this. there's and all running money in team. Yeah. And, but I want you to speak to that and why that's important for you to kind of like take the reins. And, and if that's the case for everything with the music for you, from the sessions to the visual treatments and other things as well, man. So people can kind of get an understanding of why you take this so serious and how laser focused you are with, with putting your music out there. I mean, yeah, man. Damn shit. I am hands on, bro. I, I just I appreciate this shit, bro, because I love I love doing this shit myself. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Not that I, you know what I'm saying, that don't want a team, you know what I'm saying, because it's good to build a team around you, bro. 
you know what I'm saying, to have assistance and shit like that, you feel me? But like, I don't never want to be one of them niggas that just be telling everybody what to do and you know what I'm saying, how to do it and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But if I think like that, I never run a company and never have a business. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, I do got to, you know what I'm saying, sit down and figure out how to build this team and get this business right. But Yo, it's going to yeah, be man, so it's, it's going to be so funny. The moment we get the request through the team, like, hey, yeah, so the next interview Stone wants to do is do da 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 like, hey, Yeah, but he, he don't want to talk. He don't want to talk to y'all. He, <laughs> he don't want to talk. Wanna talk he he want to talk to somebody. He want to talk to me, bro. It'd be all me, bro. I'd be on the phone, you know what I'm saying, with these venues, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, booking these shows, you know what I'm saying, interviews and all that shit, bro. I do it myself. Sometimes I record myself still. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I just like it better that way. Sometimes engineers be in the way. I be like, man, watch that. I, I, I got this. <laughs> I just be so used to doing that. I be wanting to do this. They be looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, they ain't got no job. You feel me? But I love doing this shit, too. You feel what I'm saying? So, you the, know, that's why I do that shit. The 25 ain't no breaks. Right, yeah. Uh, Twenty five eight. Uh, also, uh, what's uh, play ball? Is it play ball pack shit? Yep. All Those the end. Twenty five eight. No breaks. Play ball. So y'all are expanding, obviously, and, and, and branching out and creating your own brands. Obviously, you still all money in, but uh, is that something that is like? You want to build it into something like a label. You want to do like a media company. You want to do. You want to do like what's the direction for what you're trying to do with your with your own thing? I know all money I mean, in is the family, but what do you want? To, what does Jay Stone have in mind for Jay Stone outside of that? I mean, you know, that's something that we was always doing. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, we all we all had our we all had our 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 thing, our slogan. You know what I'm saying? Twenty five ain't no breaks. All money in, A and B, play ball. You know what I'm saying? It's all the same thing. It's all under the all money in, no money out umbrella. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think more people is paying attention and we just pushing more. You know what I'm saying? It just look like that. You feel what I'm saying? But we all together. We all together as one. We all still pushing as one, you know. But I wouldn't say we all got our own individual thing going, which we do. But at the same time, you feel me? We a team. We together. So it's, you know... I'm play ball just like Packers 25 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, same old shit. You feel what I'm saying? So it's all money in, bro. And the hell I just feel like I feel like, yeah, I do want this shit to be a company though. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not run a company, bro, and sign a couple artists? You know what I'm saying? I already already got the label head, you know what I'm saying? I already got the CEO mind, you feel me? Mm -hmm. I'm putting these albums together myself, you feel what I'm saying? So the uh the song hella toasted on the album with e40 perfect timing that was perfect timing hey, slapper. slapper i think that i think i'm like man everything is aligning you know right? what i'm saying <laughs> that shit oh, lining like, up. oh that's oh, shit. oh that's oh, crazy okay. versus series that's crazy i got a song hey i got a video <laughs> drop that's that shit crazy. right now crazy we gonna put this shit I'm out today right now today. But <laughs> today. um no, but I thought it was dope because it was kind of a change of pace for the album. Like the album is more like your story and your background and who Jay Stone is. And this shit just turned up slap. Like, mm -hmm. and I felt like, I think it was dope. I think it's a perfect person to have on that type of song is E-40. Yeah, hell yeah. Who, I mean, who, I mean, who else I'm gonna do it with? You feel what I'm saying? That was the one, bro. You know, I ain't got no slaps. Yeah. You feel and me? That's so, what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I don't really make. You don't really have like the, the slappers and yeah, shit. the slappers. Yeah, see, no, nah, you can't say nah, man, because it, it's a difference between bangers and slappers. A yeah. song and like that's it. 
That's a slap, slap my right nigga. That's a, <laughs> that's a slap. My hey, you got one. You got one for the DJs to make to to, to to allow niggas to be in there when when shit open up. We could throw that in there and mix it in with everything else. Yeah, that's going for on. sure. I wish the clubs was open, man. I would have been taking that shit everywhere, bro. We would have been playing that shit everywhere in every club just to see the reaction. You know what yeah. it sounds like though, man. With with songs like with that, um, uh, it, it sounds like. You're enjoying the fruits of your labor as well. Like you, it, it sounds like we're, we're getting a different. In, in addition to to you telling your story, it, it it feels like you're having fun and like you're experiencing life in a different way. Is that is that true? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, with these albums, bro, it's still it's still release therapy. So it's like you know what I'm saying. I'm getting shit off my chest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I'm getting I'm getting the pain off. I'm getting you know what I'm saying. I'm getting that shit off because once. Once the nigga done with that shit, bro, not saying done with that shit, right. bro, but once you feel like you is going through it or getting through it, you feel what I'm saying? It's a brighter day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a brighter day, bro. And I had a cloud over my head for a long time, bro. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm starting to see a little sunshine. Now, that was one of the things that I felt I felt good about hearing, too, because it's like within telling the story, a lot of times we can get caught up with the shit that we've been through that we don't appreciate the shit that's that's there as well like you a family man as well man i was laughing because the last time we were setting this up and even even before this the, the kid was running around in the background making noise i'm yeah. like no they're gonna turn up when the interview's up but it's it's man, good to see that sure. side of you man it's good to yeah, see yeah yeah for sure and you know what i could you know i could i could i could have had him in the background you feel what i'm saying but i'm like nah it would have you know, been, 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 yeah. been a lot going on <laughs> It's been a lot going on, so I'm like, nah, man, I'm going to just, you know, keep it playing. Jay Stone, what dad advice do you got for myself and all the fathers out there, man? I do this thing called dad advice, and I haven't done it in a while, but I I would love for you to kick some dad advice, some advice for the fathers out there uh, that that could use it. You know, from your perspective, what what you've learned over the years and how you can apply that to just game knowledge and just any any, any for the fathers out there. I mean, it's just as easy as just being there, bro. Being in their life, man. Just being a father figure, being there to answer questions. You know what I'm saying? Being there to guide them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That the presence. Life. Yeah, that presence is yeah, presence, that presence for sure. The presence is everything. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that they ain't gonna never forget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just taking care of them. You know what I'm saying? That's the best advice I can get, bro. And it's just as simple as that. You feel what I'm saying? No, I love when it. We- I, I I ask different fathers that. And a lot of times I get the same same answers, but it's it's always spanned in a personal way. So I always ask that question just to see how somebody responds to it. And, I, and either way, like somebody's going to get that and receive it in a different a different way that somebody else may uh, receive it. So I appreciate you uh, giving me some dad advice, bro. When we yeah. had when we had Nip on the show and we asked him about uh, the father the dad advice thing, and he was saying that when you when you now when you become a, a father like everything becomes business everything becomes serious like everything is like laser focused like he don't he was like you got to become a sniper you can't just go shoot up everything no more you got to become boom okay boom all right I'm gonna take my time all right I'm I'm gonna go get this bag over here then I'm gonna come home. All right, then I'm gonna go do this interview. Then I'm gonna go take my take my uh my son to you know to practice or you know whatever the case may be. Have yeah, you noticed yeah. that? Have you noticed that dealing with that while while putting this album together? Yeah, it's a balance. It's a balance, bro. You gotta balance it. You gotta learn how to balance. That's that's is you know it's sacrifice. You know what I'm saying at the same time too because you working to make sure they straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and then it's gonna shape you to be a better man. Like, wait, hold on. 
now I'm doing this shit for a reason now. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this shit for something now. You know what I'm saying? I ain't just doing it for myself. You know what I'm saying? And it just it just feel good, bro. You know what I'm saying? It just feel good to do that and bring it back home and see the smile on their face. You know As saying? you progress in fatherhood, do you feel like it's kind of slowing you down a little bit? Where not not in a negative way, but like you don't got to be at you know the homie's uh, birthday party. You don't got to stay at the hood day all day. You ain't got to like do certain things that you probably would have done years ago. But now it's like a new mind state. Do you find that to be a difference too? Your kids will do that, and definitely. The, you know what I'm saying? Just growth but do that. You know what I'm saying? Just growing, being a man and, you know what I'm saying, getting more successful and shit like that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You think about shit now, like, nah, I can skip that party. You know what right. I'm saying? I can right. skip that function. You feel me? You think about your kids. You know what I'm saying? You think about your career and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, hell yeah, I got something to lose now. At first, I ain't had shit to lose, so I was reckless, bro. I didn't even care. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So, you know, now, now, you know, I got something to lose. So I program different. Right. Now, aside from what you burning right now, when's the last time you burned some sage, bro? I heard you said in the record. When's the last <laughs> time you burned? When is Jason burning some sage, man? When's the last time you did that? Like two days ago. Two that days is ago. right. Yeah, I burned a little sage. Not too much. I ain't no, you know, sage head around the house, just burning it all day, every day. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know, I get the mood right sometimes with it. You know what I'm saying? That's hella. That's hella funny to me. I know. I what I, I said. That's what I love I about just the album. Imagine Jay Stone just, walking around with, with the with, with his blue rag tied on his head. He just sage in the house. Like, yeah, I need to get this shit up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's what it, that's uh, I, I bring it up because like that's instantly what I thought of hearing it on the record. I'm like, yo, he's really painting these pictures and these visuals that I can really sit there and and think about like. I wonder what that visual is gonna be like. Jay Stone sitting there burning some stage. So now I, I love that you you bring moments like that out in the record because it does paint those those pictures of who you are. You know, outside of what what people may see you as. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, real talk, real talk. So you know, I just you know I just want to give them a little bit more intimate look on the on the on the whole situation, bro. Yeah. Even in my life, and just you know, what I'm saying I got I got a little personal on this album, a little yeah. bit more personal. You feel yeah, me? you did. You know what I'm saying. Most of my albums is like that though, but you know what I'm saying this one. I'm like, all right, there's more people listening mm -hmm. and more people tapping in. You know what I'm saying, and they rooting for me, so I ain't want to let nobody down with how I really how I'm really coming. You feel what I'm saying? That's my style for real. All right, Stone. Before we get up out of here, there's a couple of things we like we like to address. All right, now. It's a, when, well, one, thing, one thing I want to address. Too, hold on, but, before before outside, you know, well, let's frame like this: outside ain't outside like it is no more. But while you were outside, all right, we we do this thing called curbside confessions, all right. Yeah. So while you're in the car, as a driver, as a passenger, on tour, maybe you've seen some things. What's the craziest thing that you've seen while on the road? Um, from just from your perspective, just out there. Yeah, whether you're in an Uber, a Lyft, or you use no post brainer, no brainer, bro. We was on tour, we was on tour, bro. I think we was going through uh Colorado, bro, and it was a blizzard. <laughs> it was a blizzard, bro. And I got the homie driving. Keep in mind, bro. I don't got no, I don't got no uh fucking tour drone. By the time the nigga did see something, you know what I'm saying? We look across the street. I mean, not across the street, but across the uh, the freeway, because I think we was going west. You know what I'm saying? And the, and, the, and the shit was east, bro. It was a whole motherfucking 
accident, bro. It was like cars backed into each other, bro. Trucks backed into each other, bro. Like people literally died on that road. You know what I'm saying? It was people had to hop out the car and really like, bro, this shit was crazy. So it you, was crazy. You, you, it was a blizzard. And it was a pile up, like a, 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 a multiple car pile up on the road while you guys are driving. Now, did you guys actually run into it also, or like you stopped just in time, or what? All right. So look, we have to, we have to, we have to stop, bro. We have to literally like park the park the car on the side of the road, and that was dangerous because you got cars coming and they sliding and shit on the wow. road. You know what I'm saying? Like the homie literally had to get out and wipe the windshield off. You know what I'm saying? Cause we couldn't see shit. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, bro, that shit was crazy. You know, bro. out here, we not used to that out here at all. It's it's already Hell it's no, it's already one thing driving in the rain, but you talking about snow blizzard? That's that's so foreign to folks from from LA. This it's crazy. I, I couldn't imagine. And that nigga slipped, and he slipped while he was wiping the window. That nigga <laughs> slipped. He tried to get up. He slipped again. That nigga was just the nigga was. Just rolling, bro. I'm like, damn. I'm like, man, I had to get out the car and make sure he was straight. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna. I wanted to say if I wanted to ask for something. Uh, I want. I want. I want those. Those Lebrons you got. Those custom Lebrons. I need those. Them hard. <laughs> Them hard. That's crazy, right? That's, I got them. Yo, Them hard. Them hard, bro. Them I was hard. looking at hey, that. You, shit, hey, and you just spoke it into existence. He might just send yeah, you a box is. now. You know what I'm saying? I need those, bro. That shit, nah. look. Them motherfuckers is hard, bro. Hold on, where these motherfuckers at? Hold on, you right got them? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I probably don't even wear these, my nigga. You can't even wear them, bro. The Crenshaw on it? Yeah. Bro, crazy, bro. Classic. Them is, and, and so... I, you couldn't wear those when you went to the, when you went to the module, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you know what's crazy? Yo, the the yo your jumpsuit is blue. The county blues is oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. color. You know what I'm saying? The county blues is this color. You feel me? That'd have been right on time. Right. <laughs> yo, so we we, are, we in in the spirit of speaking things to existence, man. Again, 2020's been a, a wild a wild year to say the least but I mean you've put out an amazing project it showed you how to focus Um, you've obviously been doing the family thing as well in a year from now or we always say the year can't end without Jay Stone doing what so you can apply it to this year if you want or apply it to this time next year the year can't end without Jay Stone doing what without putting out good music my nigga without putting out good music good visuals you know what I'm saying kicking this real street game this real street knowledge you know what I'm saying and helping people get through, you know what I'm saying, they trials and tribulations, you know what I'm saying, they pain, because I be, you know, people hit me all the time, like, bro, you got me through this situation, you got me through that. So that shit just keep me going. So as long as I know I'm doing that, man, and taking care of my family, man, I'm good. Yeah. Love that. Me? Love that. That's what's up, dog. Uh, listen, bro, you already know what it is with us. You already know how, how we feel about you. And um, I, I, I'm proud of you, bro. Not fuck the music. I'm like proud. Of, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of Jay Stone. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Good looking. That you, you know. Look, what I'm saying. Look, man. You've been Thank able to focus you. And, and you you've you've just been laser sharp with it, man. And on top of that, just delivering quality music, like we said from Jump. So, definition of pain out right now support it stream it um man whatever they can do to, to to support one of the homegrown homies man day one right here all money in my man jay stone 25 8 much is there anything that we no didn't break. mention we anything we didn't mention that you want to tell the people make sure that they know jay stone running for uh chief of police next year 
<laughs> you got me. Fuck. Fuck <laughs> nigga, nigga, I'm about to hank, nigga. <laughs> Jay Stone, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Home radio. I love y'all, man. Chuck does a DJ. Right, Jay, appreciate you. <laughs> All right.